0: Chapter 3, Head, Eyes, Ear, Nose, and Throat. Topic 9, Nose. This next subsection will be a review of disorders involving the nose, starting off with nasal septal perforation. There are several potential causes of nasal septal perforation. These include the use of certain drugs such as cocaine, methamphetamine, decongestants, and intranasal corticosteroids. Other causes include Wegener's granulomatosis, a rare disease that causes inflammation of your blood vessels, Trauma such as piercings or digital trauma, and iatrogenic causes, which are complications resulting from medical treatment, such as post-rhinoplasty. Signs and symptoms of nasal septal perforation can include a whistling noise during respiration, crusting nosebleeds or epistaxis, nasal pressure and discomfort, and a sensation of nasal obstruction due to turbulent airflow through the nasal passages. Diagnosis is typically clinical based on the patient's symptoms and physical examination. A biopsy of the perforated margin may be performed to rule out malignancy. Management of nasal septal perforation can include nasal packing and, in severe cases, surgery. It's important to note that the nasal septum has poor regenerative capacity due to inadequate blood supply to the nasal cartilage. It primarily receives its blood supply and nutrients via diffusion through the overlying mucosa. Next, we're going to discuss nasal polyps. Nasal polyps are soft, painless, non-cancerous growths on the lining of your nasal passages or sinuses. There are many causes of nasal polyps. These include aspirin sensitivity, which is part of a condition known as aspirin-exacerbated respiratory disease, cystic fibrosis, and atopy, which includes conditions such as asthma, chronic sinusitis, and allergic rhinitis. Nasal polyps can be asymptomatic, however in some cases they can cause dyspnea on nasal breathing, nasal airway obstruction, post-nasal drip, rhinorrhea, and snoring. Larger polyps can even cause a loss of smell, known as anosmia. Diagnosis is typically clinical, based on the patient's symptoms and physical examination. Nasal polyps appear as a glistening gray mass in the nasal cavity. A biopsy may be performed if the etiology of the nasal polyp is unknown, or if there's suspicion for malignancy. Management of nasal polyps can include the use of topical nasal steroids such as mometasone, fluticasone, and budesonide. In some cases, surgical resection may be necessary. However, it's important to note that polyps tend to recur if not followed up by medical management. The next segment will be a discussion of nasopharyngeal carcinoma. There are several risk factors associated with nasopharyngeal carcinoma. These include infection with the Epstein-Barr virus, smoking, certain genetic factors, particularly those of Asian descent, and consumption of salt-cured foods. The signs and symptoms of nasopharyngeal carcinoma can vary but may include epistaxis, which is nosebleeds, rhinorrhea, or a runny nose, headaches, cranial nerve palsies, serous otitis media, and cervical lymphadenopathy. Diagnosis of nasopharyngeal carcinoma typically involves a biopsy. The management of nasopharyngeal carcinoma often involves surgical excision. In some cases, chemotherapy and radiation therapy may also be used depending on the extent of disease.